Department to destroy the agency, tweeted Senator Elizabeth Warren, Democrat, Massachusetts, who, as a bankruptcy professor at Harvard Law School, came up with the idea for the agency. Whoever takes the reins of the agency Monday morning, their decisions are likely to become subject to a legal challenge. Even mundane actions by the CFPB could be thrown out should their case prevail, legal experts say. On the regulatory side, any further rulemaking will just stop for the time being. Nobody can do anything until everybody knows who is the legitimate director, said Alan Kaplinsky, head of the Consumer Financial Services Group for law firm Ballot Spar. It's an untenable situation and one that begs for a court determination and a quick one. The dispute is putting English, a typically behind-the-scenes longtime government executive, at the forefront of what is likely to be a long battle. English has served in various positions within the CFPB, the Office of Personnel Management, and the Office of Management and Budget. According to several people who know her, English, who attended New York University and the London School of Economics, has typically gravitated toward operational positions rather than policy jobs and has been able to rise through the ranks because of her steady leadership skills. She was part of a small team at the Treasury Department that helped launch the CFPB, including establishing early relationships with small banks. It felt like we were engaging in retail politics a little bit, she said in a 2014 Washington Post interview. Time after time, we would go into a room, especially with community bankers, and you could just feel instantly that they were very skeptical, nervous, not expecting us to be friendly. And by the time we walked out, the tone had completely changed. English eventually rose to be the agency's chief of staff. Cordray promoted her to deputy director on Friday and said she would temporarily take his place. Leandra is a seasoned professional who has spent her career of public service focused on promoting smooth and efficient operations. As deputy director, we will continue to benefit from Leandra's in-depth knowledge of the operational needs of this agency and its staff, Cordray said in a statement announcing he was promoting her to deputy director. Supporters of English's claim to the acting director position point to language in the 2010 legislation, known as Dodd-Frank, that created the Bureau. The legislation said the CFPB's deputy director would take over in the absence of its director, they note. Cordray noted that statute when resigning and designated English as acting director. Instructions under the Dodd-Frank and Wall Street Reform and Consumer Protection Act are plain and simple. If the CFPB director steps down, the deputy director assumes the role of acting director until the president nominates, and the Senate confirms a permanent director, said Mike Calhoun, president of the Center for Responsible Lending. This unlawful backdoor approach of appointing Mick Mulvaney as leader of the Bureau circumvents regular order. But the White House argues that while Cordray's appointment of English may be legal, the president's authority under the Federal Vacancies Reform Act allows him to install Mulvaney instead. The Justice Department's Office of Legal Counsel issued an eight-page opinion late Saturday supporting Mulvaney's appointment as temporary head of the agency. Trump is likely to nominate a permanent CFPB director in the next few weeks, administration officials said. Congress confronts jam-packed December with shutdown deadline looming by Mike DeBonis and Ed O'Keefe. In the Washington Post Politics section, I'm Sam Scholl. Congress will return to Washington this week to confront a series of highly charged partisan issues as the deadline for extending government funding approaches, raising the specter of a December government shutdown. Leaders of both parties have publicly played down the possibility of a shutdown next month. Funding expires on December 8th, and both sides have floated the possibility of a short-term stopgap to push negotiations until just before Christmas. There shouldn't be any discussion about shutting down the government. We can make this thing work. We just need to get people at the table, negotiated. Senator John Thune, South Dakota, the third-ranking Republican senator, said on Fox News Sunday. 
but informal talks have been abortive, and bitter partisan divides over spending, health care, and immigration threaten to set up an impasse. The tone could be set quickly. Congressional leaders of both parties are set to meet Tuesday with President Trump at the White House in a summit that could smooth the path for the month ahead, or inflame simmering fights. The last time Trump met with those top leaders, House Speaker Paul D. Ryan, Republican Wisconsin, Senate Majority Leader Mitch McConnell, Republican Kentucky, House Minority Leader Nancy Pelosi, Democrat California, and Senate Minority Leader Charles E. Schumer, Democrat New York. He sided with the Democrats, ahead of a September deadline, averting a standoff over spending and the federal debt limit. Trump has not indicated whether this time he will be as amenable. Multiple aides in both parties caution that the meeting might not yield an agreement, partly because key issues bedeviling the leaders remain unresolved, and also because Republicans want to keep the focus this week on their sweeping tax bill. While Republicans try to wrap up their tax effort, they must negotiate...